This podcast is coming from New Brunswick on a very foggy day in the shores of the Bay of Fundy, surrounded by foghorns. In the vast expanse of the bay, this huge body of water that can go from raging to perfect calm in a matter of minutes. Today the water's a little bit agitated. There are various seabirds, guillemots, Shearwaters, gulls, eiders. Yesterday I thought I saw a razorback auk, razor-billed auk, excuse me. But today you can't see anything. You can hear the water lapping on the shore, hear the foghorns, hear the seals breathing. And all of it is held in this, the vastness of this bay. Sometimes more like an ocean, sometimes more like a large lake. This is really the perfect place to talk about how meditative self-inquiry, awareness, the insights of the kind of meditation that simply allows everything to present itself in awareness without judging, without attempting to choose or filter what is appearing to the realization of of that in us which is capable of allowing everything, even our own thoughts and feelings, allowing everything to happen as it is. How that all is relevant to our current situation today in which the human presence on the planet is so terribly destructive to the life systems, the life support systems, and to other lives. There's a a large gray seal that has been hanging around this area 
Uh, I've seen this seal in, in past years. It's an old gray seal, probably a large male. And he has a, um, a rope, a nylon rope, a piece of rope that looks like it was uh, maybe attached to a lobster pot or attached to uh, some sort of uh, fishing gear or a buoy or something like that. He has this uh, orange nylon rope uh, wrapped around his neck, just just behind the skull. And he obviously got entangled in it at some point and couldn't get it off, and it has remained in place. And the skin, as, as he has grown, it looks like he's not a, perhaps a fully mature, maybe he is now, but when I've seen him in the past, maybe he wasn't a fully, fully grown, because it looks as if he has grown and the skin has simply grown around this rope which is around his neck and and folded over it so there's this deep furrow in his in his neck and uh, you can see a little bit of the orange rope deeply embedded in the skin and filaments of the nylon uh, sticking out almost looking like hairs uh, sticking out around his neck and it looks raw and it must be infected and uh, this seal can't do anything about it. And the presence of this rope will surely shorten this seal's life. It's just one small example of which there are millions of the ways in which, as humans go about our daily life, what we consider our daily life, our ways of living and working, of growing food and catching food, of making things, of gathering the resources to make things. Our lifestyle, which depends so heavily on accumulating, growing, our growth economy that must always expand, our own personal lives which must always expand. We always need something more. We're always looking for that next thing that's going to fulfill us. We always need that more, more than what we have now in order to feel fulfilled. And then when we get it, we need the next thing, something even more. And in our economy, it's not enough to get the food we need to survive or even to enjoy. 
we need to profit. We need to get more than we need and we need to sell at a profit. Our whole economy is based on that. And all of this together, the way we go about it, and the fact that we need this constant increase in what we take from the earth and what we think we need in our lives. All of this is being felt at a planetary level for the first time in human history, in the history of the earth. One species activity is having a destructive impact at a planetary level. Here on the shores of the Bay of Fundy, one can feel both the primordial stillness, this vast expanse of water, this huge volume of water, the deep stillness of it, the deep mystery of it, its presence, its ancientness, its balance, the balance of life and death, the balance of water and land, of sea and sky. Today with the fog, the sea and the sky seem to have joined permanently. And one can see the imbalance of human activity, human activity that does not work in harmony with all of these other lives and these other forces, but instead sees itself somehow as separate and takes whatever it can, often without regard for the impact that that is having both on the present and on future generations. Taking whatever we want now as if as if the earth can handle whatever we throw at it. But just as that nylon rope is deeply embedded in the skin of that old gray seal and will shorten its life. Our ways of living and running our economies are now deeply embedded in the very skin of the earth. And is diminishing the earth's possibilities for generating new life. I'm not someone who thinks that humans can wipe out life on the planet. Life seems to me so resilient, so creative, that at least at the microbial level, it will survive whatever we do. 
until that day, hundreds of millions of years in the future, when this earth and the sun that feeds it, that fuels it, both cease to be. While everything that comes into existence has its arc of life and then comes to an end and disappears. Today, it appears that we have the possibility of not being destructive in the way that we are. of changing course. And it seems to me that what I sometimes call meditative self-inquiry or natural meditation or sometimes I have called it contemplative inquiry, to me this is an essential tool in changing course, because it is entirely about recognizing our true identity, who we really are. We tend to wrap our identity, our sense of who we are, our sense of well-being, in all of these things that we accumulate, our personal history, our accomplishments, our resume, our status in the community or in society, how many degrees we have, how much money we have, how big and beautiful a house we have, our cars, our recognition, in the community, whether we have a high-status job or a low-status job, our, our social rank, our standing. And at some point, in their lives, most people realize, usually toward the end of their life, in retirement or even maybe not until the approach of death, most people realize that all of that really doesn't add up to much. And most people can see that when they reached what they thought was going to be the pinnacle, 
of achievement or possessions, that very quickly that achievement lost its savor and one needed something more, the next thing, the next achievement, the newest model car. Another pinnacle appears and one felt one had to then set out to achieve that pinnacle. And it never really worked. It never really brought the deep satisfaction of truly knowing who you are, who we are, what this life really is. This is relevant, for me anyway. It seems as if our our destructive patterns in the world and the impact they're having on the planet have their root in this constant need for more. That no matter how much we have, no matter how much we get, it's never enough. And we need more, and more, and more, and more is never enough. It never satisfies. So what does satisfy? Well, satisfaction, true satisfaction comes from knowing, deeply knowing who we really are, what we really are. And this is where meditative self-inquiry or natural meditation or even just being in nature with a listening intent, really paying attention to the natural world, really watching the waves crashing on the rocks or the gulls flying by, the fog swirling, the grass bending in the wind. The other animals going about their lives, looking for food, looking for each other. Or paying attention to your own thoughts and feelings, sensations.
opens up this awareness sort of at the periphery of experience of something deeper something out of which all this comes. It's not something one can get by thinking about it, by having the right idea about it or spinning a story about it. It's only something one can see directly one can can realize directly and immediately that in any moment, in any moment of your life, no matter what is happening, no matter what the thoughts are, no matter what the feelings are, no matter how wonderful it is, no matter how difficult it is, there is this life there is this extraordinary life energy that is simply being alive And all the mind-made stuff, all of that desire to accumulate more things, all of the ideas about ourselves, who we are, what we need, what the world is, how it all works, all of that, all the things that come from the mind, all the ways of interpreting and filtering our experience are like the ripples on the surface of this vast sea that's stretched out before me right now. These ripples that come into existence for a while and then fade away. These ripples that are in no way separate from the sea, yet they have their own distinct individual quality. And in time they fade away and disappear entirely. But the sea remains, sometimes still, sometimes 
angry, stirred up, violent even. But this vast depth and stillness remains no matter what's happening at the surface. And everything that appears on the surface and then disappears is but an expression of this deep, this deep, mysterious stillness. And this deep, mysterious stillness is our true identity. It is what we are. All the surface appearance of this body, all the surface appearance of thoughts and ideas and experiences, all of humanity, all the creatures, all the plants, all the rocks, the rivers, the seas, the air, the sun, the solar system, the whole galaxy, all of it ripples on the surface of this vast, deep, mysterious stillness. which is everything and not any one thing alone. The dance of it all and deeper even than the dance. This deep stillness is our most essential nature our most essential being. It is alive in everything, in us and in everything. And when we realize this, not as an idea, but actually, sort of physically, viscerally, realize this stillness, not as something we achieve, not as something we acquire, not as something we have to get, but as what we are right now, right now. No matter what is happening, even that happening is a ripple on the surface of this stillness, this deep ocean of being. When we realize this, when we realize that all that superficial stuff, all that getting and spending, all of that 
gaining and losing, all of that acquiring more, all of that personal history, all of that self-definition, all of that world definition, all of that is just ripples on the surface of this stillness. When that is really seen and felt in one's own being, in one's own body, in one's own thoughts and feelings, when they are seen as expressions of this deep stillness, not judged, not pushed away, not condemned, not forced into silence, simply recognized, when all of that is recognized as expressions of this deep stillness that we are, like ripples on the surface of this deep and vast expanse of water, then mysteriously they lose a bit of their momentum. All that superficial stuff, all of the seeking and grasping, needing more, needing constant growth and experiences and possessions and status. All of that pretty much starts to fall apart. Not because it's condemned, not because it's pushed away, but because it loses its fuel. Its fuel, all of this crazy world, all of this crazy seeking after more, all of this crazy taking from the earth of more than we really need, all of this accumulation of wealth, all of this 5% growth in this or that, all of this is fueled by the belief that somehow it all makes our life worthwhile, makes our life worth living, gives us identity, gives us a feeling of worthfulness. When one sees that that is not the source of our worth. That is not the source of our identity. That is not the source of a good and beautiful and worthwhile life. When that is seen 
and when it is seen that the true source of worth and beauty and meaning is this deep mysterious stillness expressing as everything, absolutely everything, then there simply is no fuel anymore for all of that grasping and seeking and wanting more. So it all falls apart. And when it falls apart, what comes in its place is simply the beauty of being alive and being still. One and the same. Being alive is the true miracle. It's extraordinary. You know, step off the treadmill of getting more and getting more and getting more and I'll get there eventually, I'll get there eventually, I'll get there eventually. And you never get there. Step off the treadmill and start looking around. Watch the grass blowing in the breeze. Watch the sun rise, which really is watching the earth turn. Listen to the rain falling. Listen to the thoughts arising in the head and then falling away like waves lapping on the beach. Sometimes lapping, sometimes crashing loudly. This is life in this moment. This is deep, deep stillness, mystery expressing itself in everything, in us, in all the animals, in all the plants, the water, the soil, the air, the clouds, the fog, the mountains, the deep bedrock, the depths of the sea, all the sea creatures, the empty space all the life fueled by the sun's heat. And it's electric energy. All the phenomena in the universe, this vast, 
huge, incomprehensible, uncontainable universe is all an expression of this deep stillness. And when we realize this stillness in ourselves, we simply have no need for more than this, than this that is right here, right now, whatever form it might be taking. Because this is everything. In this moment, in life being lived right here, right now, whatever form it takes, the whole universe participates. It is all the dance of silence. All the marvelous interplay of ripples on the surface of the deep, and therefore the very deep itself. Mm -hmm.